Hello, and welcome to the first ever A Nerd Reviews Books podcast, or as I like to put it, A-N-R-B. I'm your host, Aaron Wimpy. Thank you for joining me. Today on the show, we're going to be reviewing Star Wars, Heir to the Jedi by Kevin Hearn. Being that this is your first podcast with me, because I haven't ever done one on this show before, before this one, I wanted to go ahead and lay the groundwork for how I plan to review books. It's very simple. There are five categories. Length, depth, the finale, number of stars, the rating overall, and who would I recommend this to if I was to talk to a friend about reading this book, what would I say to that friend when describing this novel? So let's start with the first category, which is length. Let me just go ahead and say that this is a very fast read. The book overall doesn't really have a sense of start to finish. You just kind of read through it, and at the end, you're just kind of left with like this void. And when I say void, I'm talking in reference to the fact that you read it and it's just not there. There's like this hole that when you first start the book, you're like, yes, first person point of view from Luke Skywalker. This has never been done before. Oh, but wait, this is what it was? Really? This is what I have to deal with? Oh. What a letdown. From start to finish, I think you can finish this book in probably three to four hours, depending on how quick you read and everything else that goes with that. For me, it was really challenging to sit for more than 30 to 45 minutes to read this book because I just found that it was overall kind of boring. Having read Tarkin and having read A New Dawn, I can tell you that this novel really, just like A New Dawn, just doesn't do it for me. Tarkin of the three new Star Wars novels overall is the best of the bunch. This novel, in terms of length, really doesn't fill the price tag that it has. As of today, you can get this book on Amazon for $16.80, which is according to the Amazon website. It is normally $28, and you get, you know, almost half off, which really isn't a bad deal, but for $16, I would think you'd be looking for a lot more something that this book just doesn't have in terms of length. For example, the first chapter exhibits the book's weaknesses right away, but also provides the best character moments for Luke. He is at his kindest in the beginning, before people start handing him weapons. The book escapes to the trap of forcing Luke to immediately think his female co-star is beautiful, and instead he oogles her starship. After that, though, um, came the first disconnect for me. When he finds out that Nak Nakari hails from an outer rim desert planet. He's fascinated, even though Tatooine, in A New Hope, bored him. I mean, come on. The guy wanted to leave Tatooine from the very get-go of A New Hope, and he falls head over heels with this girl that immediately comes from a place 
that he hails from. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the depth of the characters. In general, the two main focal points of this entire novel, spoiler alert, are a woman named Nakari, a black female, and of course Luke Skywalker, the protagonist of the entire Star Wars for 4, 5, and 6. The problem with the book is that the prose gets to heart of Luke's early story too bluntly. For that reason, the book might be a good one for a younger fan base or for those who are entirely new to Star Wars. It clearly lays out Luke's motives as well as the workings of the Star Wars universe. For fans who have seen the movies even once, the repetition feels unnecessarily simplistic and kind of plodding in a way. The book tries to put a unique stamp on Luke's characterization. One of the better examples is a sentence in which Luke thinks that as a Tatooine boy, he isn't used to seeing so many city lights. Other references are clumsy. Luke wonders aloud to himself what happened to the power converters he was supposed to pick up on. Tashi Station. Clever, but there are enough references elsewhere to be notable. Heir to the Jedi is afflicted with fictional characters' tendencies to have perfect memories of the same things the fans do. There's no general... I know what's happening while I'm reading it, but you don't see a character, and when it unfolds, I'm going to freak out. There's not any moments of that. It's It just unfurls as you're reading that the reader and the character know exactly what's going on, pace per pace, from beginning to end. And that's where I would argue that the depth is a little lacking in this book. Unlike that of Tarkin, which had a lot of depth that you didn't see coming from the character's point of view until the climax. But that, of course, is a book review for another day. We're talking about Heir of the Jedi, so I'll try and stay on subject. Okay, let's go a little bit into the finale, the third topic on the rank of things that I like to review on A&RB. Now, overall, the finale was really rushed. I felt like it didn't really have this obnoxious, ah! or as Chewbacca would like to say, now, without revealing any plot details, because as I said, I want to leave it up to the reader to determine what it is they make of this book, I'll just say this. I don't really feel like the ending did it for me. I feel like Kevin Hearn rushed this ending, and I feel like it could have been just a little bit more. Something could have happened for the novel to tie into the original Star Wars universe, but at the same time create this unique story that we've never heard, we've never seen, we've never felt anything about it, and it just didn't happen. For example, one place in which this was not the case was the book's treatment of Leia. She briefly serves as an advisor to Luke and always seems to have her own concerns and missions. She also has one of the best lines in the book. When you get betrayed, it's never by someone who looks like Vader. I really like that line. Likewise, Luke shows his mother's heritage by being good at diplomacy as Leia. His diplomatic missions are generally easy, and maybe that's part of Luke's worth as a diplomat. His earnestness, his trustworthiness, the value of his name as a representative of the Rebellion, maybe that is why people hand him weapons without fear throughout the book. In general, the prose is really bland, the finale predictable. There is a general stereotype that tie-in novels are simplistic, adolescent, and cliched. 
with some franchise novels have been excellent, Heir to the Jedi does nothing to disprove what I've said overall in this entire podcast. So let's get to the second to last section of how I review books. And that leads me to the number of stars. Overall, I would give this book a two and a half out of five, mainly because, as I've basically told you, overall this book doesn't really have a draw unless you're a real Star Wars fan. It doesn't have the kind of pick-me-up, pick-me-up as other books do if you're not already familiar with the material that is the Star Wars universe. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. Is it possible to learn this power? I think Palpatine says it best in this quote. You don't want to read this book if you're not a Jedi. And what I mean by that is somebody who is familiar with Star Wars in some form or fashion, whether you've watched the movies, you've seen the Clone Wars, you've read another book that's really good, um, don't start with this one because it's really not the focal point of a good novel for the entire Star Wars universe. I would only ever give this novel to someone that's read other Star Wars novels, knows the characters, knows the corny aspects that are there, knows what happens in all of the movies, and someone that just wants to further their ideas on what's going on between movies and the whole idea of actually getting into a character from a first-person perspective. Overall, that idea excited me about this novel, but in the end, as I've kind of said, this book isn't a starter Star Wars novel by any means. Thank you again for joining me on the very first ANRB podcast. I really appreciate you taking out the time to listen. Thank you very much for listening to the very first, and kind of cool to say that, ANRB podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time out to listen to a guy who's never done this before, and was really just kind of experimenting to see what it's about. I really hope to do another podcast next week. And on the agenda for next week, I've got two different things that I'm reviewing. The first is a book, um, actually it's a collection of books, um, comic books by Brian K. Vaughn. It's called The Last Man. And I also want to review the very first um, three comics from the new Star Wars comics that have come out uh, by Marvel. I really have enjoyed these and want to share some of my opinions on them. And hopefully you'll join me again uh, next week when I review these two books. And to end my podcast for this week, I want to end with a song that I have I have found. And that happens to be the Harry Potter theme played on wine glasses, of all things. Thank you.